When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And here we are still apart. They won't let us come together. For the listeners, I've seemingly had COVID for weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like like it'll never end. <laughs> yeah, he's just been hacking up uh, little coronavirus spores all over the place. That's what he's been doing. Yeah, I've given the microphone COVID at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. The soundboard has COVID. That's actually a new one. The soundboard yeah, you, just got COVID. If you hear a little cough, it's not him. It's the soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind yeah, of like just, poofs out a little dust out of it. Yeah, too. maybe boost boost the gain up a little bit. We can get that a little more clear. Yeah, a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little, oh, oh. That's what we want. Add yeah. boost, get that base up. <laughs> Come on, get those lows in there. I don't know, but um, I was uh, thinking uh, mm-hmm. a lot during this um, during this time uh, of isolation by myself in my room and yeah. not being able to. Uh, leave Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about when i'm cooking again when i'm able to go into the kitchen yeah and i was wondering in my head as i sat there in my bed laying down Mm -hmm. um clothed Mm -hmm. damien okay yeah yeah oh i assume if you're in isolation by yourself like why would you wear clothes I was clothed. I keep as clothed as possible when that's I'm by a, myself. That's a weird choice, but <laughs> yeah. sure, sure, whatever, whatever works for you, bud. I was even, in fact, more bundled Listen, up than usual. If I had COVID, I'd be butt ass naked. I'd just be <laughs> <laughs> not me. I gotta uh, cool my cheeks down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta get that fresh air in the in the mountain valleys. You know. You know what's weird? Like when I'm. Uh, when I'm naked, I don't want to yeah. watch like movies or like YouTube videos or whatever. Yeah. No, I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> in, in my head, I, I'm like, I they're here or whatever, even though they're not like, I don't know, like in the video. Who's watching, they like the aliens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, was it like uh, poltergeist? They're here. Yeah. I, I'm thinking yeah, yeah. poltergeist. They're going to come out of the TV they're and going to drag me. Touch your touch. Like, touch your little dick and just be like, oh, well, look at this little fucking dick. Look at this little fucking dick. You don't want that. I don't want to be dragged into the TV naked is what I'm saying. That's true. That's, That's what then, this has all been leading to. I I swerved with the cooking part, <laughs> yeah. but it's all been leading to me right, saying, right. and then you're stuck I don't want to be in the TV naked. You're stuck on the set of Family Matters, but naked. <laughs> yeah. And then it would be like, when you see the hand in Poltergeist, it would be my bare cheeks up to the yeah. screen. pushing. Like, Carl, that guy's naked. <laughs> <laughs> and then Carl has to arrest you. Yep. Yeah. That's For true. indecent exposure. Wow. This is a good episode of Family Matters. 
<laughs> yeah, this is this is a good start to an episode of Spook, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not all about us today but- and our weird conversations that aren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. about our guest because we have comedian Fouad HP here. Hello. How Hi, are hello. you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, no, thanks so much for coming here. Yeah, I, I, it's, uh, it's been, um, you should have been on sooner. I feel like we've known each other a long time. You're super funny, uh, such a nice guy too, and everything. Just, and just been avoiding us, right? I, I like that you said funny first because yeah. in the stand-up comedy scene, you have a thing where it's like, hey, do you know so and so? And if the first thing they say is, oh, they're nice. And then mm, I'm like, they right. start with their funny and then follow. <laughs> and I said, right. okay, now we're, now we can, now we're cooking. Yeah. <laughs> what if they said, uh, like, uh, big dicked and handsome and then funny, is that okay? Yeah, no, I would, I would no, be, you'd rather I, funny I, first. Like, okay. Because I'm, I'm not going on stand up, <laughs> like on stage as a stand up to be like, check out my handsome face and my big dick. I'm like, <laughs> that's I'm true. Funny. Look how that's funny true. I yeah, so that's like, true. I'm like, you're looking at the wrong thing. Stop objectifying me. Listen to these jokes. They're really good. Fair enough. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> if yeah, if I was just parading my dick around and they're like nice jokes, I'm like, look at the dick. What's wrong with you, bro? Come on. I mean, that'd be a cool tour, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get some compliments on this genitalia. Yeah. <laughs> If I if I'm not mistaken, uh, like uh, uh, I followed you on social media for a long time, but you've done comedy uh, naked too, right? Yeah, yeah, I've done. Like, Whoa, I've done like okay, you naturist uh, shows, uh, both indoor and outdoor, um, and I've also done like strip comedy shows where like you do comedy and then like strip down, um, and like comics are all crazy, so I for those like stripped down shows they're like you don't have to get fully naked and all the comics are like uh so are we all showing our cocks and they're like yeah totally so we all like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, we're, like uh, we're like we're here at a strip show we're not gonna be like <laughs> okay that's enough of them. i'm like i'm just gonna commit to this and, yeah, yeah i feel like if you're already that far you kind of yeah. have to go the rest which of the is way. like totally fine but then i remember one time uh, after one of these strip shows i got off stage and uh like one of the comics was like hey man nice piece and i'm like don't talk about it when i come on man like that's not doesn't <laughs> mean you get to talk to me about it now that's weird like that i don't know yeah 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 i'm like i don't know and like i yeah. i'm i'm by i i fucking i'm totally cool with dicks like in and mm-hmm. around my face it's fine but like also, I don't know, man. It was, it was kind of weird to be like, all right, my dick was out. And this guy's like, hey, man, yeah, nice. yeah. Nice it's not like dick. you're getting it out because you're looking for compliments and ratings. Yeah. It's like, We're doing this for the show. This is like totally. And now a my job are back on. And yeah, now yeah. I'm like, hi, colleague. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nice cock, bro. Like, what? Come on, man. What are we doing? <laughs> I, I, I feel like. Um, the reason I brought it up initially was just to ask you which you would prefer to then hear in that specific scenario. Oh, yeah. Do you still well, want to hear about know. the jokes? Or, no, but it's the jokes. I'm yeah. being, I'm, again, I'm there to be funny, not be judged on how handsome and like endowed I am. <laughs> Fair enough. It's not, not Fair a enough. handsome endowed show. It's a stand-up show. <laughs> I just happen to be naked. That's all. That, That's true. That's a weird like circumstance around it. Comedy's weird. Mm-hmm. It's always People have to make it so like circumstances. It's always like some sort of gimmick or something. It's like, mm, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Do stand up after eating a hot, like, ghost pepper or like 
do stand up when you're on fire and like why why like <laughs> you don't do this for like theater or anything else you know like check out Romeo and Juliet but all the actors are listening to like heavy metal on headphones I'm like what <laughs> well I mean they actually do do things like that <laughs> for theater so like so many like weird directorial concepts about things like what if we cast it and it was like in like 1890s like steampunk and you're like why you don't you don't need to do that yeah the reason we don't know that is because that's the things we don't watch (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) but i i feel like doing stand-up is already like no matter how comfortable you are with your body no matter how comfortable you are going into it when you're naked on stage you're so vulnerable because none i don't know maybe people are really super comfortable with their material and their performance or whatever but i feel like there's always going to be a sense of vulnerability to that too Absolutely, and just yeah super vulnerable because like even mm-hmm. just getting up there and talking about like your innermost thoughts and stuff is already vulnerable yeah and add like being naked on top of that um but the thing is all the shows that i've done where i performed uh fully nude mm-hmm. uh, have been also where the audiences have been nude so it's like the power dynamic yeah. is totally even. It's not like everyone's the uh, the strip shows. I did my set clothed, and then after my set, all the comics finished the the, the comedy portion, and then the comics went up one by mm. one and did like a strip tease to a song. But it was like a separate mm. kind of thing, right? Um, yeah. So people were clothed in that instance, but it was it was still it was like more of like a it was it was this like separation. It wasn't like oh I'm just like performing mm-hmm. to a bunch of clothed people who are like watching me. That I think that would totally be right. Me. I think that would really mess with me. I think I'd, I'd have a hard time with it if I was just like performing naked, but everyone's clothed and like, what do we I don't. Do, here? do we stare at his dick? Do we look at his face? <laughs> I kind of don't know what would be worse having to be naked in front of a bunch of other naked people or other or more clothed people. I think I would probably rather that be clothed personally, but I don't know. I don't know. I've no, I'm never been you, in that naked, situation naked, because the second like everyone's naked, mm-hmm. it just stops mattering right away. Like right. Not, in, in, in that environment, everyone's just like, oh, hey, what's up? And everyone's looking at your face. No one's like ogling your body. It just like instantly fades away. Nothing is sexual in those yeah. moments either. So it's just like it, it it would get be weird and sexual if you were naked and they were clothed. Mm. Then it, now the, the power dynamic is that's fair. Insane. That's mm-hmm. fair. But if everyone's like genitalia is out, it just like instantly stops mattering. You're just like, oh cool, bodies. And I'm yeah. gonna move on with my life. Yeah. 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 They I I mean, like I wore shorts on stage the other week and I went into a tailspin. <laughs> I'm I I subscribe to that. No shorts on stage. I'm a I'm, it's a it's a old timey like I think it's like an old like vaudeville thing where they're like fucking wear pants, respect the audience. Yeah, yeah, because if you're like on an elevated stage, they can like look up your shorts. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah, I don't think I was quite worried. My shorts aren't that loose. <laughs> and if and if you drop a dookie in your pants, it's just gonna fall out the right out. Come on, straight you down. Need the pant leg to contain it, mm-hmm, and then that's right. no one will be able to smell it or know that it happened otherwise. Mm-hmm. Instant, mm-hmm. just completely. Yeah, you don't want to be leaving the stage. You know, sometimes you forget your phone or your book. They'll be like, oh, you forgot a little thing on the stage here. No, you want it in your shoe, nice and tucked. Yeah, you got to wear your pant leg. 
boot cut jeans with like a nice big wide boot for it to fall into. Honestly, that's why whenever I go on stage, I tuck my pants into my socks, just mm. in maximum yeah. sealage. Everyone thinks you're a cyclist. <laughs> you think you're like cycling and you don't want your pants caught in the chain, but that's not it. Nope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for what's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that like sometimes that you don't really think about doing a show that night and you go out for the day and it's the summer, right? And you just, you're wearing shorts already. Warm, and then you're like, warm. whoa, I got to get to this show and there's no time to go home. Absolutely. And I've yeah. never been more self-conscious in my life. What you got to <laughs> do, you got to get those pants where they unzip at the knee to turn into shorts and just mm-hmm. always and keep the leg bottoms on up. you. Like constantly, you have it, to have them ready. Honestly, worse. That would be worse. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they have like the uh, they have like the cargo pockets. So when you unzip, the yeah, thing, you, you just fold them the up. Side, put them and in. Then you have like giant bulging <laughs> pockets. <laughs> Walking around, and then you have to explain to people like, "No, I have a show later. It's, it's the rest of my pants." Yeah, you're, at, you're, you're at the back of the, the back of the room there, just zipping up the bottoms of your pants. <laughs> While they're introducing you, just one second. Hang on, I got the one zipper stuck. <laughs> I I don't think I ever had a pair of those where the zipper didn't like immediately break. Yeah. Probably within like the first time where yeah. as soon as you take it off, it just falls apart. And like, well, these are yeah. just shorts now. Yeah. And then you just have a, the things like you land on your knees or whatever. And you it exactly. just scrapes them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. sharp metal at the end of your pants. For <laughs> 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 uh, to talk uh, more about your comedy here, when did you uh, get started? How long have you been doing this for? Ooh, I uh, I started so I started improv in university in 2010, and I did that for two years. And it's funny because comics love, like stand-up comics, love to hate on improv and improvisers. Uh, so it's, I think it's kind of funny that I mm-hmm. my background is in improv. So <laughs> um, and yeah, improv is amazing. I love it. It's uh, it opened up so many like doors for me. And yeah, so I started improv in 2010 in university. I did that for two years. And then in 2012, I, I took the plunge into stand-up and that was like a terrifying experience, but also super fun. And I had like, my first set was really good at, and it was at a packed uh, booked show. And it was just so, I, I re- learned much later that this show is what was an iconic show in Toronto. It had been going on for like decades and like, uh, back in the day, it was when like all the big names were there, like night in, night out, hanging out. Um, and that kind of like actually spoiled me because I was like, oh, this is what stand up is. Audiences, mm-hmm. laughter, people who like love you. My like every I think for like the next three months, I did all, I only did like open mics and it was just like empty rooms, chairs, two comics on their phone, one comic arms crossed, looking at you super angry. And like, you can tell they're just like clenching their teeth. So yeah. nothing yeah. comes out and you're like, you're trying not to laugh. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, they 100% do though. They don't. They do. Comics are super, super insecure, super bitter people. Uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm one of them. God love them. Uh, they're all a bunch of degenerates. There's, a, there's like a baseline of degeneracy. You got to have to be a stand-up comic. Uh, and like sometimes people like take that degeneracy too far as I'm, you know, with many examples we can name, but, uh, we'll forego that. But, uh, but yeah, there's, 
yeah, just like a bunch of scumbags, mm-hmm. bunch of lovable scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I think that like uh, what you, I mean, starting off doing like stand up in Toronto and everything, I find it like it's quite isolating. Mm-hmm. And and I stopped for a long period of time. And I when I started doing this podcast and we started uh, doing this and we had all of these people like come in while well, now all of a sudden everyone like knows you when you go to do a show. Right. Like, you yeah. know, because like, I mean, we've got over 300 episodes of this thing. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Over 300 people have done this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so now when you do it, though, like everyone's super supportive once they know you. It's hard mm-hmm. to break into that stand-up scene, yeah, it's but it's right. almost more supportive once you're in there than being a longtime member of the improv scene. Hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. And I find also there is like not to knock the improv scene as a whole. I know some very like honest mm-hmm. uh, and like very vulnerable people who I, I have like very strong connections with, but I do feel like there is an overall sense of like this almost like this like positive this toxic positivity in the improv world where like everyone's so excited and so happy and so positive right right and like everyone's sets were so good and it's like were they all so good (laughs) you have to be like everyone sucked but like yeah but it's okay to be critical and be like hey that was like a great like start but it kind of fizzled out at the end like maybe yeah on that next time we rehearse or something instead of being like the best oh my god i gotta tweet about this that's like you know, let's let's be real. So in the stand up world, I, you're right. Once you do break in there, there, I find that there's more like a lot more uh, accessible honesty, uh, especially at like every level. Whereas in improv, I find that like honesty kind of like happens at the higher levels where like people don't really care anymore. They don't have anything to prove anymore. Now they're just like, right. this is what I do. And then when you see them, they're like, oh, hey, I can just be a regular person. I don't have to perform anymore. We're just mm-hmm. talking. Whereas I find with like newer improvers or improvisers, they're just like, hi, person, let's play a game. I'm like, I just met you. I don't want to. And they're like, no, we're doing a scene. It's totally cool. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go. I want yeah. to be a person. <laughs> <laughs> but not, not, not to say that comics don't do that. You know, there's plenty of comics. You're talking to them and, and then like you're interacting. And then like two seconds in, you're like, oh, you're running a bit on me. Mm, I thought we were talking. What the fuck? <laughs> Like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Also, yeah. don't want to on people. Like, get, the, you know, get on stage and do it. Like, don't test it on me. I'm not going to. Or, like, they'll, they'll, like, run a bit and they'll be like, uh, what, how do you think I could end that? I'm like, you're going to start paying me? What, what are we doing? Are we a writer now? <laughs> <laughs> but let's dive into a spookier note here. Even spookier than the <laughs> behind the scenes of Toronto comedy. <laughs> Uh, but Fouad, do you believe in ghosts? Mm, no, I don't believe in ghosts. No, no. So oh Damien's God. so happy. Like, look at the smile on his face right now. <laughs> Fuck your beliefs, Cody. Fuck your beliefs. <laughs> you piece of shit. They're not real. <laughs> was was I, there I, ever? That's because I feel a certain way. It doesn't mean like I'm I'm the truth. I just mm. like to... No, well, to me, to me, you're, to me, you're the truth. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, Damien, let's go. Let's Would, do it. 
<laughs> was there ever a time that you uh, that you believed in them? Was was it at all like a part of your like uh, yeah. family? Yeah. Was there a time where you were irrational? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely think uh, there, there was like a, a long period of time where I, I believed in it. I've had like weird encounters that kind of like spooked me, uh, mm-hmm. especially when I was younger. Um, I have also like, but I, I feel like it, it kind of stopped making sense around the same time I, I stopped like trying to believe in God. There was a period where I was like really trying right. to like this and like really praying. I, I learned how to pray in, in Arabic because I'm like, I'm going to fucking do the Muslim thing. Uh, and it was after 9-11. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to like do it. Fuck you guys. You can't tell me I can't be Muslim. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and I decided and I'm like, this is this is not working for me because I was like, I want to hear something and I never heard anything. And I'm like, this is and anything I heard. I'm like, that's my own head. I, that's my voice. I'm, those are my thoughts. I got it. Uh, yeah. So I think around that same time, I was like, ah, if that's the case, then I don't really believe in an afterlife and, and, and ghosts imply an afterlife. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's, so that's why I don't believe in it. Right. Yeah. I mean, because that is a big association with like uh, religion and uh, ghosts and because of the implication of afterlife, I've I've never been a religious person and I don't believe in any oh, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Uh, religion either. But I still believe in fucking ghosts. Hell yeah. Yeah. My sister believes in ghosts. If she was on here, she'd be like totally on, on your side. She'd be talking about how ghosts are super real and she like sees yeah. them and feels them all the time. But is she funny? <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty far, funny and charming. Oh, fuck. I, God damn it. I, 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 okay, she's she's not a professional stand-up. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, okay, <laughs> okay, fair, okay, but, okay. But I mean, she is a funny, charming individual. <laughs> okay, okay. We, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I have prepared for you some. Uh, they say scary. Would you rather's? Okay. They ne- they never are, but we'll see. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Can I just say before we go mm-hmm. into this? Uh, on this whole thing of uh, any sort of like paranormal, you know, uh, beings. Uh, I think if if there are ghosts and we're in some sort of like horror situation where like the mm-hmm. ghost is hostile and wants to harm me, I believe in the laws of physics. So if this ghost can physically make contact with me, I can physically make contact with it. Mm-hmm. And I... I've done a lot of martial arts training. I've uh, I did like Muay Thai for like a long time. You're gonna uh, kick the shit out of a ghost. Yeah, especially, especially if it's like a child ghost that's like, oh yeah, hello, daddy. And I'm like, bam, bro, get out of here. I, I pay rent. Don't pay the- German suplex that little kid ghost across the room. Get him in like an arm bar and just fucking snap that little yeah, just, just fucking reefing on it. <laughs> I, I, would, like that, huh? mm. I would say ethically that beating up a child ghost is okay. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, that's, technically that's older than I, I think. I think ghosts are a fair game, especially if they're coming at you. That's oh, yeah. At this point, I'm I'm laying down the law. Cody, you're making you're making an assumption that the ghost has been dead for a long time. What if it's a fresh child? Ghost? Oh, a fresh child ghost. That gets a little more problematic. That does. That does get more problematic mm-hmm. for sure. I but will. Also, I do find ghosts are often like white. So I'm That's... like, okay with beating up white ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> but not like, not like yeah. spectral white, but like the race. Yeah, of ghosts, yeah. Like Victorian and stuff. I'm like, all right, you're pretty, you probably like 
benefited from colonialism you piece of shit let's go <laughs> well i think it's just because it's a lot of white people who think they just have to be right and they're like go surreal and that's why they that's come right. back or yeah, only, they, only they, white people have like soul so they come back with <laughs> i didn't think of that side but you're probably right <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think like black ghosts movies i don't know are there other movies about black ghosts and like brown ghosts and asian ghosts <laughs> i can't think of any I mean, I, I'm sure they are, or there are. There must be. Yeah. <laughs> we, there's there, got to be, yeah. There's a lot of them where we never actually see the ghost, so we don't know. Right. Mm. <laughs> what, uh, about, what about something like uh, like The Mummy or, like, you know, those movies? Would we consider those kind of ghosts? Kind of. Like, yeah, ghostly. Yeah, like monster, yeah. spectral kind of monster. But also the yeah. guy who played uh, Emotep. In uh, the mummy was a white dude too. Right, <laughs> that's fair. Well, what about the third one with uh, Jet Li? Well, he was in that one, right? Yeah, I it, think so. Right, yeah, he was like the yeah. dragon emperor or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and love Jet Li. Uh, I miss him. Mm-hmm. He, he apparently got like super ill or something. Really? Yeah, oh. that's why he like stopped making movies. It's too bad. Wow. He's, he's great. Yeah, love he it. did just kind of drop off, and mm-hmm. yeah, damn. But you know what? It's all those like ghost children he has a rule against hitting children and the, the ghost children got him but <laughs> yeah, he found he found out they were fresh ghost children though he's, yeah ones. he's <laughs> like yeah i can't i can't in good conscience no come back to me in 20 years when you're <laughs> a little older ghost yeah you've suffered enough ghost do you guy. think you get a ghost license so you can check their eye age like their ghost age yeah how long you've been a ghost for <laughs> yeah. i would be uncomfortable if uh if a young child ghost just walked into the room uh, prepared to fight me. But right before they did say, I just died the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, no. About to die again tonight. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even check. They're just like, sup, fam. And then they dab at you and you're like, ah, oh, shit, this kid just died. Didn't they? <laughs> Man, hate, hate to do it to you, bro, but <laughs> it's going to happen again. <laughs> Maybe they're a few years old at that point. I don't know. Don't don't be coming into my my home. I'm paying money to live here. Are you? You gotta, yeah. you, gotta start, you gotta start contributing. You gotta either clean or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. <laughs> and nobody got time for that. We know you can reach the cupboards. Put some stuff yeah. in them. All right. Some spooky. Right. Would you rather? Let's go. All right. Let's, let's do it. Would you rather spend the rest of your life as a creepy clown? I think this is the only part that makes it spooky is that you're specifically a creepy clown. Okay. Okay. Or never be in sunlight as long as you live. <laughs> oh man, no, that'd be terrible. No it, sunlight. Well, before we started recording, you just uh, were so joyful talking about walking in uh, in the park and everything like that. Like, you're like, ah, oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, no. So, uh, okay, but hold on. Let me let me ask you something. Am I am I a creepy clown? like some washed up clown who's still like doing makeup or am I like a monstrous, like supernatural clown? Yeah, like I was wondering that too. Mm. I think that you're just dressed creepy. You just look yeah, like a creepy just, clown. Just like a guy who's like fucking down on his luck. And he's like, <laughs> the money, man. It's like, I'm going to have a couple shots of whiskey before I show up to this kid's party. <laughs> the makeup's just permanent now, but you still have to dress just up. Like that, you know what? Yeah. Okay. This ain't makeup. I mean, hell, if those are my options, I guess creepy clown for sure. 
Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of like how it could like potentially benefit me. You could probably do a lot of like, uh, I'm sure there are like gigs where they need creepy clowns for things. Like you could oh, probably sure. get a fit a very neat house for that. Haunted yeah. houses, yeah. Right. Oh, Haunted you know carnivals. I, I, I could do a lot of like prank videos too. That'd True. be great. I, that's, yeah, that's, where you just stand under a bridge with like a big hammer. Exactly. Bring back that trend. Yeah. And have like a dummy that like apparently I and just make sure I do it in the States where everyone has like a, a firearm on them. <laughs> Why did you shoot me? Why did you do that? Frank goes terribly wrong. Uh, 10 billion views. It was worth <laughs> the suffering and the five million dollar medical bill. <laughs> mm-hmm. At least I was in the sun while I got shot. That's all that's true. Yeah. About. Well, I do people know. find creepy clowns creepy in the daylight, or is it only at nighttime that they're creepy? I feel like they're just creepy in general. I, okay. I think I, honestly, I think creepy things are more creepy during the day. Mm. Like, wow, what are you? Especially if like one steps out of the bushes, you're like, <gasps> I, I mean, yeah. obviously at night you're like, holy shit, oh, I got this, but like during the day you're like, what's happening? Yeah. It's it's true because at night when you're if you're walking alone at night, you're expecting in your mind for something to happen. Weird, creepy stuff. Yeah. And if you're in the day and you're just walking through, you're never expecting it. That's why it's the scariest thing. Yeah. I think that I think the difference being, though, the nighttime, though, it's it's more unexpected when it does happen and it and it comes in like they can get closer and you, you don't see as much of it. So it's more yeah. like it's more of a mystery, even though it might yeah. be there. So you might yeah, be expecting it, really it but out at night. yeah. Whereas in the daytime, if you're walking down the street and you see something down the road, you're like, that's something fucking weird. I'm going to stay away from that. Yeah. It, just some dude in like a clown suit with like makeup on your life. Yeah. I feel it's like it can come up. I think it can come upon you a lot easier at night than in the day. Yes. Well, sure. if, if it does catch you by surprise, like coming out of a bush in the day. Right. And you're I mean, at night, you're like, oh, I don't have a lot of options here or whatever. There's not a lot of people around. But mm-hmm. in the day, I'm almost. Um, I have no faith that anyone's going to step in. <laughs> right. No, for sure. No, one's yeah. gonna step in. but you're right. It definitely feels like during the day you're like, I feel safer for some reason because more people can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, look people at, look will at know it, like, my legacy of dying via clown. <laughs> like, think about it like you walk in by, by like a gate and there's like a big angry dog yelling during the day. It's kind of like, oh, it freaks you out. But if it's nighttime, you're probably really fucking freaked out. Yeah, really startled, right? Because yeah, so, you would wait till you're like you're nearby, and then like, blah, 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 and you're like yeah. ah, shit. But during the day, I, you'd see it. You're like, oh, cute doggy, hi. And it's like, oh, and like yeah, go to hell. But like, even if it doesn't, I think even if it does start, I think you'd be you'd calm down quicker during the day. For sure, too. yeah, definitely, yes. So, At night, it's it's that's, more like that's my posit. Well, I right. think it is still creepier in the day, but I think there's something about the nighttime. You're right, night nighttime because I think we have this instinctual thing where like nighttime mm-hmm. is danger, right? Because we can't see lots of like mm-hmm. predators are out at night that are like you know, prime yeah. like hunt us and, and all these like child ghosts. There you go. They're out there. These predators, <laughs> these child predators. <laughs> the, the thing about at nighttime, if like if you see a clown mm-hmm. coming towards you, right, you get away. You're still expecting more different things to come out. Like you, but yeah, in the like, day, you're like, like OK, admired. that's probably my only one today. <laughs> yeah, this is probably the only one that's out right now. I'm leaving. <laughs> Definitely. The, the line of the line of sight is much better during the day. So you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I got like a nice clear view. But yeah, at night you're like a clown. Oh, clearly there's going to be a dude with a chainsaw and a skin apron coming out next. <laughs> yeah. And what? I'm going to go into a van that's going to kidnap me. OK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, we got a story to tell. We all drew positions beforehand. Foad, do you want to reveal what you drew? Yeah, I am the swing. Yeah. All right. No responsibility. You just kind of come in. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm just going to block everything. All right. (laughs) No, it's not. I don't (laughs) believe in ghosts. And I'm going home. Play on the defense. (laughs) That's a good. That's a that was a good story. All right. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Uh, So uh, I I drew the celebrity Mm -hmm. and I go to a random celebrity generator. It gives me four options and I'll have to choose to appear as one of those celebrities at some point during the story, not stricken to that character. My options are Nicholas Cage, <laughs> Ray Romano, Franklin D. Roosevelt, and Vince Lombardi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a pretty good spread, I guess. Yeah, I have a distinct impression for all of them, especially <laughs> yeah. my, my Lombardi. I mean, over to this COVID break, oh, my Lombardi's been working. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of gotten annoying, but yes, it... I've I've heard stories about it, actually. Word word's been getting around about your mm-hmm. Lombardi. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's I just actually... always calling plays in the living room, and we're like, "Would you stop?" When when <laughs> Foad was complaining about people telling uh, doing bits with him and asking for advice, that's me. I was I was <laughs> FaceTiming him doing my Lombardi good constantly this week. Damn it, Cody! I'm trying to sleep. It's three a.m. Oh my god! I like to think. I said it's good. What do you want from me? <laughs> I like to think the advice you're asking is which plays you should run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's asking advice in character. Like, who is this for, Cody? <laughs> Cody, my name is Vince. <laughs> and that means I drew the narrator. So for that, we're going to go to can I get a dot com for a location, a relationship, or a word. Let's do a location. Ice fishing shack. Ice fishing shack. Okay. Ice fishing shack. All right. With somebody. We'll find Let's out. The Let's get this ice story. fishing shack. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked, S P O O K E D, to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It, uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies. 
just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. Oh, <laughs> shit. It is cool in here. Tom, I'm so glad that you invited me here. Like, this is this is relaxing. I I thought that being out in the cold wouldn't be relaxing. I kind of had some questions about it, but honestly, this is pretty good. Tony and Tom were on their first ice fishing adventure together as best friends. Tom had been going for years all by himself, but he thought what better way to spend time in a cold shack on an icy lake than with his best friend, Tony. Yeah. See, it's not so bad. Tony, you just layer up and you know, you, Drink some liquor, and then we just sit here for hours and hours until we catch a fish or until, like, the Yeti shows up. Sorry, the Yeti? Yeah, yeah, or, like, until we catch a fish. Oh, yeah. Maybe the the ice will crack. Sorry, the ice. Yeah, yeah, well, it's like the, the, the Yeti weighs a lot, right? So, like, once it starts showing <laughs> no, up. You keep on bringing up the Yeti. When you pitched this to me, you, you yes, the catching a lot of fish, that was a big pitch of it. You said relaxing. All uh, of a sudden, there was a knock at the shack door. Do you want to get that? Uh, are you expecting someone? No, I didn't, I didn't invite anyone, but should we check? I mean, I think we're okay. The, the ice hasn't cracked. If, the, if it was the Yeti. <laughs> Does the Yeti back. knock? It's it's very polite Yeti, yeah, actually, because that, yeah, yeah, they they're they're quite quite polite Yetis. I don't have you not met one before? No, of course I. Okay, I'll open the door. Uh, Hi. Hello, hello, hey guys, how you doing? Um, I'm the Yeti Patrol here to just make sure that no Yetis have shown up. You know how it is. <laughs> I've just been going around all the shacks in the area, making sure everyone's okay. I haven't seen no Yetis yet, have you? Have you guys seen one? No, no, we're, we're good. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, no, I'm so confused. Please don't leave. I, uh huh, Yetis are a myth. Well. You know, that's what we like to tell people from the city so that way we don't have a bunch of people up here trying to hang out with the Yetis. But in actuality, mm, they're already up here and they're, you know, knocking on fish shacks. And then anytime they smell a fresh catch, they rip the shack apart and they eat the people inside. You know, rip, you know the, sh- rip the shack apart and eat the people inside. Yeah, they're not really good with doors. So that's kind of how they do things. You know, the, the knocking is how they tell if it's hollow yeah. and then they mm-hmm. rip it apart. They don't if actually they... knock to like come mm-hmm. in. It's like, you know, when you go to the grocery store and you, you knock on a melon to see if it's ripe. They, they do exactly. that with the shack to okay. make sure that there are fishers inside. 
Is, yeah. this, ki- is this kind of like one of those like freak accidents? Like they overblow. Oh, no, they're like, not freaks. They're mythical creatures. Yeah it's, not, yeah, it's not like a shark attack thing though, where it doesn't actually. No, no, they target often. humans. Yeah, no, they they. It's oh, not yeah. like it's not like a mistaken identity thing where they're like, "Oops, I thought you were a seal." They're like, oh, "I'm coming after these shacks specifically," and they've adapted to break into these shacks now. Yeah, yeah, it's about a seventy-five percent chance that you're gonna get attacked 75%? by a yeti. Seventy-five percent, Tom. Why yeah. would you bring me here? Be- that- this is I, I thought you knew this is the excitement of ice fishing. Yeah. It's not the, the, the fish. It's the, the potential of getting ripped apart by a Yeti, a fantastical. Have you seen a Yeti before? It's I a random chance. That's what's fun about it. It doesn't sound like random chance. Seventy five percent is a pretty high fucking odd. It's well, why do you think? Why do you think I'm here? I'm the Yeti inspector to make sure that everything's OK. And that's why we're down to seventy five percent. It was much higher before I had this job. If yetis if yetis come by and Mm -hmm. they first rip the shack open, Mm -hmm. rip it apart and eat the people inside. Yeah. Why would you have to come to shacks that aren't ripped open? Because, you know, maybe you heard something or that's true. But also I've heard sometimes the yetis have evolved over time. So now they will sometimes not destroy the shack and be inside the shack waiting for people to come because they knocked didn't feel like there was enough ripeness going on. So like, you know what? Eventually people will come and they hang out inside. And I think yeah. that's where the inception of the Yeti Patrol kind of came, came to be to make sure there's not Yetis inside. And we've also had a rash of teenage Yetis playing, you know, Nicky, Nicky nine doors on the shacks, just scaring, just scaring the fishermen. And it's just like, listen, Yetis, if you're going to knock on the shack, at least eat the people inside. Okay. How many Yetis yeah, are like, stop leaving your cigarette butts by the shack doors. It's so rude. Cigarette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how to be buying it for them. It's oh, there's about 40, 50,000. 50,000. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of them. It's part of the population, population here. Well, they're well, so successful because the Yetis eat them all. That's why. Yeah. And that's why we got to do this thing. We got to make sure that they're eating every bit of the human animal and their catch. No, we got to no, keep them no, fed. No, we got to keep them healthy. No, it's the tailbone is their diet. So it's they're, mm-hmm. they're actually really good for the environment. And the yeah. Ecosystem. Yeah. It's anyway, like, yeah. I got to get going. I got to check the other shacks, make sure no one else has been eaten by Yetis. OK, True, well, you, you folks have a good fishing trip. Uh, and sir, if you need any more information on Yetis, here's a pamphlet on uh, the Eddie, uh, the Yeti eating habits. All right. Thank you you thank take you care now. OK, and if you guys need anything on it. Well, that's it. So so. If you need anything, just uh, give me a call here. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Tom, I'm sorry, but I got to get out of here. Why would you put me in danger like this? Oh, Tony, do you know? Come on. You didn't know? You didn't know about Yetis? And like, of course, I didn't know about Yetis. Come on. It's like, Everyone knows about the Yetis. That's a, that's why you go skiing. It's for the Wendigo attacks. It's not <laughs> Wendigo attacks. Yeah. Well, and you you know, I don't don't you sounded kind of like that was kind of weird how you said Wendigo. You know, Wendigo is not a Yeti, right? You know, they're different. Yes, I know they're different. Okay. No, but it's like a Wendigo, both- I think, is like someone who cannibalized and became like an evil spirit, where like a Yeti is just like an abominable snowman kind of. So like, don't mix them up. It's it's quite a fan. I, I I hope they're not outside listening. That'd be pretty. Wendigos come here too. 
No, that's a, that's skiing. That's why people go skiing. I'm telling you. But I you said you hope they're it. not outside. Like, no, no, they could be. I don't know. I well, the Yetis could be, and now they could be like quite offended. I mean, we just throw Yeti and Wendigo around interchangeably. That's pretty. Psst. Hey, hey, down what? down in the hole down oh. here. My God, Tony. Hey, who is that? That's me. I'm Mikey the Mermaid. How you doing? Oh shit! What's up, Mikey? Listen, I know you. I, I couldn't help but overhear that you guys was ice fishing, and this guy's worried about the the Yetis, and then he started getting all racist and saying stuff about Windigos being the same thing. Listen, man, that that's no, how you get the shit kicked out of you. Even what man. I said. You shouldn't. You shouldn't say stuff Mike, like that, Mikey. Mikey, Mikey. I'm sorry. Hey, listen, Mikey. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. This, is my, this is my friend Tony. Yeah, and yeah. Mikey, you here? And like he's 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 just he he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't know you know so he doesn't I, get it huh he doesn't get it I, I just want to say I'm sorry you know hey man, it's cool it's cool you know I, just, I you know I I I I told not I want to say I get it because I don't get it because like I'm not like a, a mythical like monster so I'm you know yeah but I just want to say on behalf of my friend Tony here like he he does he just doesn't know so I'm sorry I'm sorry hey man I can tell you cool so don't worry about it. Thanks. If he says it again, I'm gonna come up here and kick the shit out of him, okay? <laughs> if he says it again, Mikey, I'm gonna kick the shit out of him. All right, yeah, all right. That's, <laughs> what, I, that's what I like to hear, man. All right. Like, no, no, he's gone now. Yeah. Okay. Kind of careful. Oh my god, Tony, you could have got canceled, man. <laughs> Wait. I guess I had a lot of questions for the mermaid if different myths consider themselves different races that that would cancel me. But I didn't say anything about the Wendigo. I just I don't. I know. But I'm saying this is, okay, this is why people go skiing It's because there's the potential of getting like eaten by a Wendigo or even better. You get like in a ski accident with a few of your friends. And then you have to cannibalize. And now you're the Wendigo. That's why, why is that better? That's so much more fun and exciting than just being on a mountain and going down on some snow. That's stupid. And this is why you go ice fishing. I don't, I can't believe you didn't know this. This is why you go on road trips to get killed by all the desert spirits that are out there because they like, it just adds spice to life. Tony, how do you not know this? Have you like never been out of the city? Don't, 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 don't do this to me, okay? I stay in the city because it is safe. I have gone to school. I have learned about myths. Mermaids aren't real. Yetis there was another aren't knock real. on the shack Wendigos door. Wendigos aren't real. Oh, oh, hold on. It was, a, it was just a knock. Should we get that? Ooh, I, but you said it yeah. just as you're like, ooh, you're very dismissive about Wendigos and mermaids. Ugh. Well, we don't even know that that guy was a mermaid. He just kind of floated off. It could have been a guy just drowning. Oh, you think people just <laughs> casually swim in freezing waters? Tony. Are you guys gonna open the door or what? Am I gonna hey, stand so, out sorry, here? Sorry, sorry, we're just we're just going through something in here. Could you give us a second? <laughs> Who is oh, that? Yeah, yeah, Sam? Yeah, no, no problem there, dude. Take your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Tony. <laughs> Tony, Tony, you gotta stop talking like this, man. You're gonna get us in trouble, man. You're gonna, you're gonna get us canceled, man. This is Okay, I need you to get together. Can you, are you going to be cool? You, yeah. Are you going to be cool? I'll be cool. I'll be cool. Be cool. Okay. Promise Let's, me we can leave. Okay. Yeah, of course. Of course. Let's. Okay. You know what? Let's let's open the door. See who it is. Deal with that. Pack our stuff. Let's get out of here. Grab a drink. Forget this whole thing happened. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. They opened the door. Standing there was a towering figure, nine feet tall and hairy as hell. Hell. But brown. Hey, you guys, what's going on out there? Um, 
My name is uh, Bigfoot. Uh, sometimes people call me the Sasquatch. Um, how you guys doing tonight? Hey, uh, we're good. Nice, nice to meet no, you. Uh, no, no. What? Sasquatch? Yeah. Oh, no, no, hey, hey, no. Tony, come on, man. Tony, what do you mean, no? Cool. What do you mean, no? I'm not. I'm not doing this. Listen, I'm just. Uh, I'm in town to visit my cousins, the Yetis. And uh, you know they're they're kind of they're kind of like pranksters and rude, so they they gave me the wrong address and sent me down here. So do you, you think you could help me find uh find my yeah? Cousin? I, I, could, I could GPS it, Tony. Oh yeah. I need you to be cool, man. I need you to relax. All right. Sorry, Mister Foot. Hey, hey, no worries, Mister Foot's my dad's name. You can call hey. me. You can call me. You can call me Sammy. Hey, Sammy, it's why you're a cool dude. I like you, man. Uh, you want to come on in? Come on, get in here. Get out oh, of here. You guys want to come on in? All right. Okay. okay. All right. How does a Yeti break the ice, but a Sasquatch <laughs> doesn't? Oh, okay. Well, we're, we're, from, we're from down south, so, you know, things are things are a little brighter down there. You know, a, little, a little warmer. That's what I like. A little like. warmer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a warm weather guy myself. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, I, I seem to have oh. got one of your ticks. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. I got hey, a bunch of those. Hey, <laughs> hey don't worry about it. Hey, you know, hey, you know, I actually already had Lyme disease, so it's totally. Oh yeah, well, yeah cool. that's cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course not. Uh, all right, let me, uh, let me GPS your. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a fourth uh, ice hut on the left. Okay, uh, let's see. Oh, I see. Because it's fourth ice hut on the left, east or west. Do you remember which one? Oh shit! Oh, oh, I don't. What? What that, is I this? Think we're... Sorry. This is west. Yeah, this is west. Ah, damn, that's what happened. Yeah, they they, they do this to me all the time. They don't. They forget to tell me if it's east or west all the time. Those those pranksters. You know yeah. how they are. You know what? I bet you they did it on purpose. Like you said, uh, I, I know are... they did. They're goofs. Those They're those yetis are goofs. I mean, the so, biggest YouTube prank channels right now are, are, are Yeti YouTube prank channels. No, so. no, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, so, they are. Here, let me show you. I'll pull it up on my, on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have data right now, but I saved this one. You know, I'm so sorry. I have no time to look at your phone. We Come need on. to get it's, the hell out of here. Well, what, what? We need uh, to get the hell out of here, Tom. Okay. We need to go back home. We cannot be here any longer. I'm sorry, Mr. Sasquatch. You can have this ice fishing shack. It's yours. We're getting out of here. Um, uh, wow. Okay. Um, oh, hey, Tom, I'm, I'm really sorry that I upset your friend. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you guys take care. Sammy, Sammy. Sammy. Hey man, it's okay. You know what? I, it, we're cool. We're cool, bud. Um, oh. Just give just give me a call sometime. All right. I'm. I got, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Okay. You you gonna be all right? You gonna find? Yeah yeah no no I'll, I'll I'll be fine. No, don't worry about it. It's okay. Oh wait, Sammy Holland. I think there's a knock. Oh, yeah. Do, do there want... is a knock. Do you, do you want me yeah. to get it? Yeah yeah. Do do you mind? I mean. Yeah, yeah, no problem, but no I, problem. Yeah. Me and me and Tony can't really move with you. All right, I got you, got you. Don't worry. Hello, I'm looking for mythical creatures. I'm doing a little bit of head hunting. Oh. If you've seen them, please let me know because I'm trying to take certain body parts back to my house. 
Like what kind of like what kind of body parts like like wieners or something? Yeah. Well, I did say head hunting. Hey. So like the heads of wieners? Why yes. are you trying to sever? Are you like trying to circumcise mythical creatures? Listen up, okay? Yes, I'm yes, I am famous actor Nicolas Cage. I'm glad that you have uh stop no I don't think anyone mentioned anything about that, but uh okay. Yeah. I just saw a certain um, star in everyone's eyes. Right, 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 right. I, I just I just didn't want to be a fanboy. I'm sorry, I didn't want to be that person. It's it's it you know no, it's okay. It's honestly, it's fine. <laughs> Listen, I am head hunting. I have a lot of different mythical creature penises. I have their flaccid penises over my mantle on my fireplace okay so far i have the moss man i do have that one i bet they look like uh look like you hung your stockings with care there ready for old saint nick to come down you can get you can get his too probably huh yeah all all curled up at the end (laughs) right like a little candy cane got a little little rainbow stripe going down the side Yes, they do have a couple of uh, secret treats inside that I've left in there for anyone that dares to look. Okay. Has anyone dared? No, but (laughs) I'm worried that the chocolates are melting because it is over the fireplace for many years now. But what I am missing is a Sasquatch. I'm missing a Wendigo penis, and I'm missing a Yeti penis. Have you seen any of these things? How about you, large furry gentleman? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just, um, I'm just a tall guy, you know, tall hairy man. So sorry, can't help you. I, I've never heard of a Yeti or a Wendigo. I don't think they're real. So yeah, I, I think you're in the wrong spot, my friend. No, no, yo, you guys said they're real. You guys no. said you're real, and you oh, said no, you're you, a Sasquatch. Oh, Tony, Tony, you need to shut Come the fuck on. up, man. Did you Come say on, Tony. Sasquatch? Er- well, you're gonna, you're gonna say a unicorn is real next, huh? Well, there's a mermaid. There's a mermaid. Leprechauns, huh? I don't have a mermaid penis yet, Mr. Cage. I'm sorry, our friend Tony here. He is actually a very short, hairless Sasquatch, and he's been a real bitch lately. <laughs> no, yes, obviously, I'm not a short. That makes so much sense now. Look how big his feet are. Those are like what size 11s. Massive. They're, they're ten and a half. They're ten and a half. He's and dragging look, me away. Look, his, his large penis is already curled up. <laughs> That's true. It looks like a garden hose wrapped around a spool. <laughs> Thank you, both of you, for your cooperation. Hey, Mr. Cage, can can we get a can we get a picture before yeah, you go, please? A quick uh, selfie. Yeah, if you could. Big uh, big fan of Con Air. Yeah, because I mean you're. You're Nick fucking Cage, you know? Come on. Yeah, yeah. How often do you get to see Nick Cage? That's like a once in a lifetime. Come on. I'm a, I'm actually quite attainable. Oh, okay. Well, okay. you maybe shouldn't say that out loud. Um, Sammy, you wanna you wanna get to work on a script? Uh, I got some ideas. Maybe I, yeah, I'd old, love to. Listen, I've been working on a few ideas the last couple of years, so I'd love to like sit down and workshop with you. Hey, let's let's get it done. Now we're N- cooking, N- Mr. Cage. You on board? I'll read it. I will read it when you're done. Okay, that's I all can we can ask. That at least. That's all we all can right. ask. All we but can ask. thank you. For thank now, you. I have to bring your friend here's yeah yeah now oh, yeah. decapitated yeah. dick back to the dick cavern. 
right. the Dickless Cage, Dickless Cavern, I call it. And that, that's totally correct. You can say you had decapitated dick for sure. <laughs> Thank you for your cooperation again. Let me know hey. if you see a Sasquatch, Yeti, or Wendigo. Well, you got the Sasquatch. That's what our friend was, right? He was yeah, a short, hairless so. Sasquatch, Bigfoot, you know, same thing. So, if he, if right. You show up, we'll, yeah. We'll, so, you need a Wendigo, a Yeti, or a Mermaid. 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 Right. Yes. Mermaid. Right, 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 Thank right, right, you right. so much. You yeah, got it. I get a little bit confused sometimes. Um, once the dick's actually off, a lot of the time, you can't distinguish what the creature was. Hey, yeah, you want to borrow my Sharpie? Good. You can label it. Label it. Yeah. Ahead of time. And then when mm-hmm. it shrinks, then you're good, Nick. You're, mm-hmm. You'll be all right. That's a perfectly great idea. Thank you. But don't label the dick because the label will shrivel with the dick. You got to label underneath the dick. Mm-hmm. A little placard. <laughs> so suddenly the ice starts cracking beneath them. Well, uh, oh shit! You know what that means? Oh no! That Is means that yeti, yetis. A bunch of them. That's perfect. I need to find a yeti. Well, there's four of them right there coming towards us on their snowmobiles. Get them, Nick. <laughs> That's why they cracked the ice, because they're all riding giant snowmobiles. They shouldn't do that. It's very dangerous. They know this. And they're a bunch of wild right. pranksters. They don't care. <laughs> a bunch of hooligans. They can't be trusted. That's why I love them. <laughs> don't worry. I'll take them out. Get them, oh, Nick. Oh, no. They're ripping me in half. Oh, oh no. Uh, well, I guess we're not going to. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm just coming to. Oh my god! Oh, my dick's gone. Yeah, it's for the it's for the best, Tony. Yeah. Can you please just take me home to the hospital? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, send me, send me. Yeah, uh, do you mind giving wait, me a ride? Wait, what? Yeah, 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 I can give you guys a ride. Don't worry. Uh, just hop on, and I'll take you back home. Um, Hey, guys, how's it going? Uh, I'm just taking my friends to the hospital. Uh, I'll be back uh, in a couple hours and uh, we can go snowmobiling. OK, OK, bye. Hey, Uncle Sammy, it's nice to see you. Uh, it's good. To, yeah, it's good to see you. Good, guys. Hey, that was a pretty good prank you did on you old Nick the Cage. There. That's right. It's a clever <laughs> prank to give you the wrong address. <laughs> you got me. You, you, you tricksters. You I'll, I'll see you guys soon. I love you. Bye, Sammy. And so they hopped on Sasquatch's back and rode to the hospital where Tony got a new little prosthetic penis donated from a little ventriloquist dummy. (laughs) He was able to use a little pulley system to make it go up and down. What do you think, pal? Do you like it? Yeah, I do. I I just. um, I guess. Can I meet the doctor that decided to put this on me? <laughs> well, yeah, we, we can bring him in. Now, Doc, uh, why don't you come in here? <laughs> Sorry, I'm Dr. Wendigo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a doctor and he's a Wendigo. So I hope you're okay with that. But uh, he gave you a little ventriloquist penis. So Yeah, there's, uh, <laughs> there's a labor shortage. So, yeah. yeah. No, he is a well-trained doctor. Do not. Do not disparage this man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No. Mm-hmm. Honestly, any kind of disparaging will make me completely unhinged. And that's where I take my training away and I just start mindlessly ripping people apart. That's what it is. He doesn't he doesn't kill out of a need to kill. He kills out of a need because people are being horrible to him. 
Absolutely. Yeah. There so, will be no racism, homophobia, nothing. sexism. Any um, of that will set me off. Yeah, and, and, and certainly mysticism. No myth, yeah. Or mythism. No, no, no. None of that will fight. Yeah. Not, honestly, it's kind of setting me off just the look he's giving me right now. I ah. kind of feel like he's just judgmental in well, all kinds of ways. Well, Doc, we're, we're going to go to the lobby. We're going to let you two sort this out, okay? No, sorry, please, sorry, guys, sorry, sorry don't, about that. Don't leave me. Hey, don't leave me. Oh, Tony, Tony, <laughs> and Tony was torn apart by Dr. Windigo. And his organs were given to several people who lived long, fulfilling lives where they weren't horrible to mythical creatures. And everybody else was happy. The end. Spooked. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> what, what a scary story. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel I like we, we had a deep message in there, almost like. Mm. That was almost like an avatar-like message where it was just <laughs> hidden into the mythology. Yeah, don't ride your snowmobile on the ice. It's dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah, lots, very of, dangerous. lots of lots of didactic uh, messages in there. I feel like, especially now, I feel like the ice doesn't get as thick as it used to. Mm-hmm. So global warming, climate change, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know the the youth are always like feeling like they're immortal so they're down that's true they're like i'll never die crazy things like riding snowmobiles on the ice very dangerous (laughs) i agree (laughs) well foed where can everyone follow you uh i'm on all social media at foed hp and i have an album on all the streaming platforms called persian of color Amazing. And we'll be tweeting that out at Spooked Podcast, mm-hmm. as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You can see a full profile on FOAD with direct links to those social medias as well. And check out the other episodes that he's done on the on the network, as well as go to the Sonar shop and you can get some spooked T-shirts, whether you believe in ghosts, don't believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. Choose mm-hmm. a side with your money. Yeah. Choose both sides with your money. Yeah. <laughs> Spread the love. Come on, do it. You got it. <laughs> It's the only way, the best way to vote, actually, is to vote with your wallet. That's yep. true. <laughs> and the best thing about this voting is you can vote more than once. Mm. You can vote for both sides. So <laughs> got the money. That's right. <laughs> Lay it down. Come on. <laughs> We're talking to you, fat wallet listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah. You don't want you to peel off another hundo for yeah, us. For, for the listeners, I'm rubbing my <laughs> index, middle, and thumb together. Yeah, yeah. I'm jangling a bunch of coins in a pouch right now. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> Spooked. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.